Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. My name is Damian Brown, and welcome to Deep Roots. And welcome back to episode 4 in the story of my solo and unsupported row across the Atlantic Ocean. I'm going to start with a word of warning for the video or the audio of the video of day 5. It's windy. (laughs) Very, very windy. And... You won't, I don't think you can recognize every word of it because of the wind. It was a wild day. Like, if you get to see the actual video, you'll see I'm in full foul weather gear. Um, And some of the stuff I say in the video is around that. So I'm just going to play it. Uh, You have been warned. And um, and I'll, I'll tuck into and try and decipher and try and unveil some of the stuff that was said and the wind um, prevented it being heard uh, after this. Enjoy. Day five, uh, or five days done, sorry, going into day six now. Um, what's been going on? I've rode, um, slept, rode, slept, uh, rode a bit more. and today has proven quite testing. Battling with um, battling with time and time constraints on stuff and uh, the amount of time I'm sleeping as well. Like last night I slept from um, 10.30 to 
that so uh, kind of beating myself up a little bit then but uh, it's so early days you kind of feel you need it uh, today's a wet day as you can see I've got my fall weather gear on uh, catching a lot of breaking waves here over the, over the so um, just trying to keep the cabin dry and trying to keep my uh, undercarriage dry because uh, that's the big sure if it was very recognizable between the buffets of wind on the iPhone microphone but uh, I was pretty down uh, I was struggling that day I was having I was battling I was battling mentally I was struggling with my effort and my standards uh, and I felt I was taking the easy road a little bit, you know, taking the easy way out, letting myself be controlled by the easy mind, the lazy mind, the weak mind. Um, and that was, you know, that was causing not living up to the standards I'd set within myself, uh, within my life, um, was causing me angst, was causing me uh, psychological um, battles. I'm a huge believer in the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And what I wanted to be doing out there, I wasn't doing. I wasn't putting in the work that was to my standard. And I was taking, I was taking shortcuts and I was sleeping too much. Like I talked there, um, I'm not sure if you could hear it, but I talked about sleeping from half 10 to 5 a.m. That wasn't in the plan. There was at no point in the 19 months I prepared for this was I thinking, well, I'll take six and a half hours sleep. Um, and now here I was when the actions are required. And remember, we are actions and nothing else. And when the actions were required, I wasn't living up to 
what I had told myself. I wasn't living up to the settings I had foreseen within me. Um, and I was taking taking the easy option and taking shortcuts. And that was that was causing me internally in my mind that was causing me pain and discomfort. Um, and it was getting me down and I was battling um, with that. I'm not too sure. I can't really remember if I could have articulated like this or, um, but I, I know um, from what's coming that I, I figured it out. Um, so there's quite a contrast between um, day five and tomorrow, day six, but we will get to that. Now, you guys can't see, of course, what I'm wearing. I don't need to be explaining that to you, I suppose, do I? Um, but I was wearing uh, foul weather gear, which is the big, heavy ocean clothing you wear, like in, well, you know, it does what it says on the tin, foul fucking weather. There was breaking waves. It was, it was big conditions. Um, waves were breaking over the side of the boat, so it was getting quite wet. So that was the reason I put them on. And, you know, I, <laughs> it was a novelty at that stage. I was only too happy to put them on. Uh, on day five and you know something to change up rowing in shorts and you know and, and under armor top um, but you couldn't really hear um, between the buffets of the winds why um, the kind of it was very much um, precautionary to have them on because you know one of the major things you are trying to avoid um, and you are warned against repeatedly and almost with shock tactics through some imagery is um, getting your skin and particularly your arse uh, wet because the salt crystals um, are not drying it you know and uh, the salt crystals getting into the pores and just they cause all sorts of issues um, almost like you know sores and um, blisters and kind of like an acne kind of um, residue on the skin so you know well I gotta keep my skin dry well what do I do I wear the foul weather gear it's the easiest thing to do and I really, like I said I have a ball like taking an off to the toilet a million times a day because you're you're drinking so much water but um so be it at that stage it wasn't a ball like it was like I said it was a novelty to get them on that's going to come um a big part of this conversation but for now, if you can get a chance to look at the video, you'll see even as I talk, there's a big kind of wash of um, wave spray kind of hit me in the face at one stage. And the other part of this video of day five that was quite interesting, and again, unfortunately, was difficult to hear, was strange thoughts, or mundane thoughts. I remember when I came back to Ireland and I was on the second captain's podcast and I explained this to the guys or you know some of the strange things uh, the mundane things the bizarre things the things from your past that popped into your head just from no bloody reason that you could fathom anyway and it was it was described back to me like uh, dreaming awake uh, I really um, felt that they hit the nail on the head. That's what it was. That's what it was like, you know. I mean, people 
you didn't even think you remembered from. I remember from my some things from schoolboy days, people I didn't even think I remembered their names and then their full name would pop up and their, you know, their schoolboy face from back then or it was so fucking, it was so weird, so bizarre, some of the stuff that would pop into your head throughout and um, it's interesting to hear me mention it so kind of early because it was definitely something that continued and actually has continued into other expeditions. I remember the last time I experienced it was on Denali, um, the highest mountain in North America, May, June last year, climbing that. Um, and I kept a journal during that and I was reading it recently and it popped up in one of the, one of the entries. And um, I was quite interested to read my thoughts on it that I put down in that journal entry because I was saying that these mundane thoughts were always of, or these people and these ex kind of, what would you say, not experiences, but these situations that might have popped into your head from your past, they were always of ones of comfort. And it was often when I was in a low level of discomfort um, and as this video, the way it started, you, well, you, you could tell that this was a pretty shit day. I was not enjoying it. I was having a lot of um, mental, uh, psychological kind of battles. And it was interesting to link them. Now, I'm, I'm kind of just thinking out loud here as I, as I link Denali, the journal entry, and my thoughts on that. Um, back to all the way back to day six on the Atlantic and you know there's a lot of similarities in both cases I was mentally kind of uncomfortable and my mind threw up mundane um, situations from my past with absolute safety and comfort in them which I find kind of intriguing and interesting I, I you know Without putting, without putting hours of thought into it, I'm sure it's um, your mind a little bit similar to when you train. It's just trying to find the way for the discomfort to stop. And it is presenting all these kind of alluring excuses and justifications and um, outcomes that it wants to happen by presenting these moments of comfort to kind of weaken your resolve a little bit. Anyway, that's, that was the video of day five. And I kind of like, I don't have a huge memory of it. It's not one of those days that is etched in my memory. You know, I alluded to in the last episode that kind of this period was all about finding my feet um, and finding a, a routine that would kind of help me survive out there. So moving on then to day six, the next day it was a much better day. Um, I found some solutions to these angst, these battles that I'd had during this day. I think that's, that's the way I am wired. I'm wired to find solutions, um, from the discomfort and from the pain. Well, what is, you know, that's what I would ask, be asking myself, well, what is the issue here? 
Um, and what can we do about that? Um, what is causing um, the root of this issue? And, and how can we do it? And uh, as you'll see from this video coming up, um, as you'll hear, sorry, I keep, I'm so used to these fucking videos, um, or referring to them as videos, but of course, they are audios on a podcast, Damien. So, um, but here we go. Here is the audio from day six on the Atlantic. Six full days in. Um, <clears throat> really, really fantastic morning. Uh, Yesterday I had a lot of issues kind of um, around uh, my effort and how much I'm sleeping and my kind of consistency in my stroke. Uh, so I kind of I've got a lot of them resolved now as of this morning. Just putting in some bit more structure into my day, a little bit of routine which I hadn't had up to now. Kind of hold myself a little bit more accountable and um, and just be a little bit um, more disciplined. Um, so uh, that's kind of put a lot of um, uh, yeah, mental battles to kind of rest. Um, this place is just phenomenal. Um, this morning I've been roaring at the top of my lungs. I've been crying. I've been just letting it all out. I don't know, stuff maybe that has been bottled up for whatever reasons. And it just seems to come out here. Don't ask me why. Is it a safe place or is it the space or the freedom of it all? I don't know, but uh, I know what I feel and, and it's pretty, pretty special. Um, so, uh, yeah, really feeling in a real good, uh, in a real good state at the moment. Got some good mileage done there after that. Put on some music and just rode my little heart out. So, uh, um, yeah, loving the experience. Um, and uh, and uh, there's plenty more ahead. So keep thanks for following. And uh, yeah, bye bye. You can hear the emotion in my voice, the the happiness, the contentment for the experience, for the gratitude, maybe would be a better word for the experience I was having because this is exactly what I wanted. You know, I I wanted to learn from the edges of my experience and it was only by putting myself into this overwhelmingly big challenge that I was going to get to those edges. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know I was going to be screaming at the top of my voice. I didn't know I was going to be crying. I didn't know I was going to be hooping and hollering. But I knew that stuff was going to happen. And I knew that those windows of ex- into the experience, those lived, those felt, those kinesthetically experienced windows of time would would throw up all sorts of insights and all sorts of real real experiences uh, and it doesn't get much realer than than this it's such a huge driver for me to to push into those edges or to put myself in a scenario where those um, where i will step um, where i will be pushed and push myself um, in towards those edges and sometimes over them and literally expand my experience of life. There's fear, there's trepidation because you don't know what they are. But if you never give yourself a chance, is it really a life lived? And I, that's all, that's all I want to do is just get the most out of the fucking experience while I'm here. And not let myself be curtailed or have fear make my decisions for me. I want to just try to not let that happen. That's not to say it doesn't happen sometimes and I can't recognize it or I'm manipulated by fear. But I think eventually if you stick around long enough and you keep pushing and you keep challenging yourself, you're going to find a way and those... those, um, manipulators are going to be shown eventually and then you're going to be able to push by them and you're going to be able to recognize them more um, and that's like that's what you get from these things that's what you get from pushing yourself and it doesn't have to be adventure you know who's to say what it is it's it's very much unique to us all and it could be could be in your family could be in business it could be in sport could be in your career and whatever that may be um, you know there is millions of avenues for us to explore our edges and I choose this one because I fucking love the planet I love the physical challenge the mental challenge and I love to see it all by going there and living in those places, be they oceans, mountains, cities, like I talked about before in episode one, just uh, the more extreme parts of the world, the less visited. So it all ties in well for me. It's all very much um, passion-filled and purposeful. Um, but, you know, the the deep driver is just a an internal expansion of my experience of life. And the contentment and the peace that brings by by um, by doing it, by having it, by living it, by experiencing it. So that was day six, and I was I was buzzing, and I, as I said, I I rode my little heart out, actually. Little did I know that these days were actually my best um, 
growing days in terms of mileage um, for the whole crossing. So roughly I was hitting kind of 50, 50 odd miles a day, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56 maybe was my peak, I think on day eight. Um, but it was all about to go <laughs> pretty wrong after that for reasons that will be unveiled. But moving into day seven then, and, and day seven was one of those videos I actually did um, relay home through the began. I did send home and was posted. So it was pretty quick, but um, a pretty quick little kind of synopsis of my um, disbelief and my uh, state um, after a full week on the ocean. Here it is, enjoy. As of about 45 minutes ago, I've been on this boat now for seven full days. Um, it's kind of hard to believe that a week is gone. Um, and to be honest with you, it's kind of hard to believe where I am. It just, it, does, it doesn't seem to compute or I can't seem to comprehend that I've been on my own for like seven days on this little boat like that's seven meters long two meters wide and although this is what I'm faced with every day it just I don't know for some reason for some reason it doesn't really sit it doesn't really sink in or doesn't hit on that you know you're in the middle of the Atlantic uh, I don't know bizarre but as it's a strange place to try and exist to try and live for a little bit of time. And I'm not sure my brain had really processed what I was actually going through. It was just hard to, you know, when you think of a, a week of your day-to-day -day life or the upcoming week in your life, and you probably have loads of things penciled in and it's a long period of time and you'll go here, there, ever, and you'll do a lot of different things. and. I just couldn't believe that in what I would normally kind of map a week as or class a week as all I'd done is row a boat. It just didn't feel like the same period of time. Like if I imagine rowing a boat for seven days, it seems like just what pops into my head is Jesus, seven days rowing a boat that just fucking feel like torture but actually what I had gone through and experienced was far from that okay I mean there was there was lows you know I'm, I'm never ever ever forgetting day one and uh, what I had to do to get through that or what I went through and what I had to do to get through that um, and you know looking back now and re-watching and re-listening to these audio clips and video clips you know day five um was a you know was a low day um, and there was there was highs there was peaks to those troughs you know day six in particular there yesterday was um seemed like a day where i was just again re-listening absolutely you know buzzing some of the words i used phenomenal and my tones and, and the kind of the 
the emotion in my voice told me that it was great days as well but like it just it never seemed like a week <laughs> never seemed like what you'd imagine a week to be like And even though I couldn't wrap my head around the obvious reality that it, it had been a week uh, that I'd done, I'd done nothing but rode, you know, the clock soon ticked on and, and I was into day eight uh, and into week two. Things were starting to get very, very real. Um, or realer maybe might be a better description because they were pretty real up to that point. But on day eight, we had our first storm. And it was so real and it was so um, wild um, uh, that I didn't even make a video. I didn't pick up my phone at any one point and think now is an opportunity now to make a video. Because I was just trying to figure out how to steer the boat, how to make it, um, or keep it in line with wave direction that it obviously picked up and wind direction and, and the wind direction, yeah. Um, now the good thing about this storm was it was a following, so it was following, so it was pushing me in the direction I wanted to go, so it was, it was wild, um, but it was positive in its, um, intention to blow me west um but yeah there was there's no video evidence of that day and you know to be honest i know we're what is it now two and a two and a half years roughly from this point uh i've got fuck all memory of the day otherwise uh, i don't even have the anchor of the video that might pull some like you know, long-term memory back, so um, I don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> One thing I, I don't know if this was day eight, or it probably wasn't day eight, but uh, when I think about not picking up my phone that day, I also have this memory of crawling into the cabin one of the days in the first two weeks and seeing my camera, my DSLR that I brought, and looking at it and going, fuck did I bring that thing for I you know I I had seriously the, the the expectations versus the reality I suppose the expectations and what I saw and I'd be able to get great shots and it'll be amazing and then the reality of just trying to figure out how to live on the ocean um and you know was was so different you know, it's just, it was, it just wasn't what I expected. So, you know, although I had great intentions with the camera, um, it just was not an option. So I think it was about three weeks in when I first picked it up and actually started taking some photos, which I did do eventually when, you know, if you followed the story, when, when things um, do calm a little bit, the further south I got weather-wise, um and i have some i picked up some nice shots along the way well a few i didn't didn't take much but i i will share them with the episodes you know maybe probably through social media um as they come out so there's a few nice shots and i am glad i brought it in the end but i remember in that moment just the first couple of weeks just going what the fuck did i bring that for and then when i actually did eventually take it out of its um camera bag 
the it had been there'd been so much moisture in the air and in the cabin that it had rotted parts of the camera body away like so there was holes in it from the um the sea salt or the salt kind of getting in and because it was just so wet in the cabin during that time it was so fucking crazy as you're going to hear and speaking of so speaking of so fucking crazy um another thing or i suppose little did i know that day eight was going to be the last day i ever rode with those oars again that i had brought my favorite pair but um you'll have to wait to hear all about that story in the next episode (laughs) so that's it for today folks um hope you enjoyed the um the four days i packed into that episode um you know i think they were all just about generally finding my feet and learning to live in that environment you know when i when i look back on everything kind of past day two when i kind of finally got out to open water and you know el hero the last mountain of the or the last island of the canaries was finally out of my sight fucking i'm so glad to see that thing go uh, most people would be thinking the other way but i was just can i can i get away from land um yeah i just see that period fully like until kind of the end of week one as just figuring out how to live out there and survive in such an environment and i know i touched on it in this episode and in uh, the last episode so um yeah uh, but things in week two (laughs) change dramatically but i look forward to sharing all that with you guys uh, over the coming weeks as we get deeper into this crazy story even if i do say so myself so if there's any questions um about anything really to do with this role this podcast um i'd love to hear them so you can get them to me a few different ways so um the obvious and clean place is um, my website damienbrown.com through the contact form there but also um, social media is a good place so there's instagram then is the social media i'd be most active on but also i'll get it through facebook um, and instagram my personal page is at ald a-u-l-d underscore stock and then the page for um, the podcast is deep underscore roots underscore podcast so deep roots podcast I'm sure you'll find it there. You'll actually find it through my in the bio on my personal page. Uh, yeah, so just send me a message there. And what I'll do is compile them all. And then in a few weeks, when I feel I have enough, um, I'll do a, a Q&A or yeah, questions and answers um, podcast on all the questions that have come through so far. So I think that'd be pretty interesting, to, you know, because I'm, I'm surely missing loads of kind of details here. There's just so many, so much stuff that goes into uh, ocean rowing that um, it's hard to dredge it all up um, and it's easy enough to skip over kind of large period large uh, portions of maybe the prep or um, the mental side or the, the kind of technical side or the details of all that so yeah whatever comes up 
ping it to me in a message. And you can also on Apple Podcast Review, you can also leave messages there. So um yeah, questions or messages there. So um yeah, that would leads me nicely into how you can support the show. So yeah, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or um just rate the show um and subscribe please or follow on Spotify or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That that would be a huge help, believe it or not. Simple as pressing a button or leaving a few words is a huge help to me and the podcast so and try and grow it and feel free please to share it with anyone who you think might be interested or share it through i've seen a few guys have done it and i have reposted it on instagram um if you feel like um it's worth sharing i suppose firstly don't share anything you don't feel it's worth sharing for sure um um yeah you know share it on your own social media that that would be fantastic and it would be hugely appreciated so thanks very much um so that's it for this week keep striving for more from yourself have a great week cheers What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.